TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Longtime news anchor here in still Connecticut. Alive? Still alive. Well, now with, with uh, Twilight Wish, you're everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm thinking maybe you're doing these commercials because you want to get back in. So I, I'm I'm... First of all, I, I want to do some backstory. You know, uh, I started at NBC Connecticut, then it was WVIT or Channel, Channel 30, 30, whatever oh, you wanted to call of it. Different names, yeah. And uh, September of, of 2002, September 11th of 02, actually. Whoa. And I've told a story just the other day about how I just, you and Kevin Nathan, and a little bit, still there, but a little lesser degree, uh, Joanne Nesty mm-hmm. were sort of like, my models, because I had no idea about the business. I had never worked in local news. I had never been involved in news in, in that in that format. And I talked about how you and Joanne would heat up your dinners after the six every night and watch nightly news together. And I just always thought that was kind of the most wonderful thing. And Well, we both came from radio, don't forget. You and Joanne. Yeah. yeah. We, we both worked together in radio, and we thought being co-anchors on television was just the greatest thing. And compared to what radio salaries were then, this more money. I'm not going there. Uh, yeah, I mean a little bit I know. more money, and um, you know we just thought, hey, you know they're paying us to do this, so we gave them eight hours. That's why we never never went out to dinner every night. We'd watch nightly, have our dinners, and uh, then start writing the eleven o'clock news. Yeah, I I, I took it as like news is kind of maybe it wasn't the case outside of it because you sort of. Weren't, at that time, it wasn't the totally connected 24-hour culture that it is now. Thank but heaven. that news news was sort of like, if you're in news, you got to be in news all the time. We were fully immersed in the jobs, but you know, we weren't giving any any more or less than we got paid, and and we enjoyed it. Give me, give I mean, p- let, let me put it this way: I come from three generations of plumbers, and if I had any brains or any skill, I would have been a plumber. <laughs> but I'm looking I'm looking at a great big scar on my hand from the one summer I tried with my father. Uh-huh. And after I got back from Beth Israel Hospital's ER getting stitched up in Boston, my father said, uh, listen, you just go find something that doesn't involve <laughs> tools or manual labor. Now, but you're not an only child. You have siblings? Two younger brothers. And they went on to do other things as well? Yes, they did. Yeah. I remember, you know, one of my dad's best friends in Swampscott, Massachusetts, was a plumber, and his kid went to Dartmouth and then came home and joined the family business and did great. I mean, hey, listen, it's, it's, when I talk to people, well, you know, Johnny's getting out of high school soon, and, 
he's not that big on college, but he's got to go to college. And I go, well, what about a trade? Yeah. You know, be a plumber, be an electrician, be a carpenter. And they look at me like I have two or three heads. Well, especially around here where everyone is so uber ambitious about things. I mean, the trades are making a comeback. But if you want to make money and have your own business and work hard but have a good life, they are. Absolutely. And especially now all the stuff with electric boat. They're desperate mm -hmm. for, like, welders and so on and so oh, forth. Yeah. we got to put a pin in it. We're here with Jerry Brooks. We're gonna Next up, we're going to take a little bit of a – people who don't know Jerry as well as, as others – a little backstory in his history from radio to TV. Uh, really glad, great mentor for me and glad to have him in studio. So Jerry Brooks, long you guys most likely know him as the lead anchor at NBC 30, WVIT, and then NBC Connecticut. Uh, was it you were always with Joanne when you started, and then it was Keisha? Was it anybody else? Uh, there was uh, Lisa Carberg for a little while. Okay. and um, Now at Channel 8. She's now at Channel 8, yep. Um, can I ask you one question? Yeah. I was looking forward to doing school delays and cancellations. Yeah, we stopped doing it. You don't do it at all? So last year, we, I mean, today, I don't know, Matt can tell me, you know, if it's a real big snow day, are we, are we done doing that? Because now everyone gets text notifications and they get the scroll oh, on TV. Right. So I last year I used to read them, but then the, the, the school municipalities need to opt in. And if we don't get 169 opting yeah. in, then it's not. I mean, I grew up, where did you, you grow up in Newton? Uh, you Framingham. Up? Framingham. Yes. So F, I was S in Swampscott. We were both. Mass Massachusetts freshmen. No, we are indeed. You got that, Matt? You got the, you got the you got the dump button. We are indeed. And uh and I used to have to I remember crawling in my parents' bed and listening to the alphabet. That's how we do it. But now, you know, you get it on the mm. phone and, and that and that's that. So uh it was annoying to do, but also always brought me back the nostalgia. Right. Of it. And that's I was looking forward to helping you, you out on those. You wanted to take A through M. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh listen, a lot of people don't yes. know your whole story. So Talk about your career. You, you just went over the fact that you weren't going to be a plumber. Well, yeah, and actually it stemmed from that. Uh, so at UMass, I got involved in the radio station. Thank you, Julius Irving, because you had to line up <laughs> at 3 o'clock in the afternoon for an 8 o'clock game because it was a 4,000-seat arena called The Cage. Yeah, I remember The Cage. And I'm thinking, I don't want to stand in line for five so hours. So he was a phenom, like he was a known entity that filled the yes. building then. And, you know, we, we even lived in the same dorm. I, uh, he lived on the 16th floor. I lived on the 20th. And I thought, how can I get in earlier? And then I would see the uh, WMUA, 91.1 FM Station of the Cow. <laughs> I would see those people walking in with their press passes. And I thought, press passes must be a good thing. So I joined the radio station and, and worked my way up to being a color commentator. Uh, for UMass basketball. Get out. You did, the, you did the hoop games. I did. Wow. I also did UConn basketball, actually. Um, Before they were good? Be <laughs> in the final day, early days of the Big East, late days of the Yankee Conference, that transitional era. Um, long bus rides to Orono and Burlington. Huh. I got paid $25, a, no, 50 bucks a game for color commentary. And on the way out of Burlington one night, I got a $50 speeding ticket. <laughs> Wait, color commentary because you were such a great basketball player. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I, uh, you know, my vertical leap of, you know, an inch and a half was. Uh, <laughs> okay, so you, you were doing uh, sports when you when you graduated college. So I, I, I got a job in New Haven Radio. And uh, in, the, in the space of a year, I worked my way up to news director of our 
four-person news department. And a radio station that no longer exists? Uh, it does, actually. It's an Odyssey station, WAVZ, oh, nice. which at the time was the uh, Lucky 13, New Waves, uh, also New Waves Eyewitness News. Why we were eyewitness on the radio, I don't know. And you were a news director of a one-person department? Uh, or like My first news director was Dominique Avery, who went on to Channel 3. And I followed her to WPOP, and then I followed her again to Channel Three. So, what, how does that how does that happen when you're you're a radio voice, right? And you you're in the, the news flow, and you're out there covering stuff too. Mm-hmm. I was a news reporter in New Haven. I was the sports director in Hartford. Okay, and Charlie so, Steiner hired me. Get out, right? yes. I tell you, if you worked, why before I get the transition TV, were you ever asked to go to ESPN? I was. Well, I, I was interviewed. <laughs> I, uh, I When ESPN started up, uh, I was doing weekend sports at Channel 30, along with WPOP. Okay, so you're so on that, radio and TV. Yeah, that was two years of seven days a week, and you know the burnout kind of got to me. But uh, you know, I got a call saying, hey, you know, we'd like to talk to you. And I got in for the interview. Wait, can I ask what year this is? This was 70s 79ish. When did they go on the I, late 70s? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, 78, 9 in that area. And uh, they said, uh, you know, we're, we're thinking of you for our 2 a.m. sports center. And keep in mind that would be 11 o'clock on the West Coast and all that. And I'm thinking, uh, you know, I like sports. I love sports, but I don't know if I love it enough. So I, you know, with a total lack of foresight, of course, how do you know? Said, uh, you know, no thanks, and no, I, no regret there. No, uh, you know, Chris Berman took was one of the people who took my place at Channel Thirty, yeah. doing weekend sports. And if I recall correctly, I told Chris, "Hey, um, you know, these people talk to me. You might want to give them a call," and you know. I, I don't know what happened to the guy, but I heard he did okay. Yeah, he did all right. And, and really, you know, I, I look back and I never, ever would have been Chris Berman, ever. Uh, but I became Jerry Brooks on Channel 3. Yeah. Uh, for 14 years. And that was, uh, you know, a good time. So just put a pin in that for a second. So do you want to go to TV because it paid more or did you want to get more famous? Like what were the reasons you wanted to get off a of radio and do TV? Um, money played a role in it. You know, you didn't make a lot of money in radio. And, um, you know, TV offered a, you know, a new challenge. And I enjoyed, I've, I grew up watching TV news. Yeah, of course. Well, Boston and, and reading newspapers. Yeah. So, you know, you grow up with the Boston Globe, the Boston Herald American, and Channel 4. Five w- and seven. WBZ yeah. TV Eyewitness News. And, um, you know, it just seemed like a logical progression. So at Channel 3, did you start off doing sports or you went straight to news? I did. And were you always on the desk? Did you I start off reporting? filled in on weekend sports uh, while I was still at POP, after I had given up the, the Channel 30 job. And... Uh, it came down, they needed a reporter, and they needed a weekend sports guy. And Dick Allis was the news director at the time, and he gave me the news reporter job because I had some news background. And they gave Bob Newmeyer 
uh, also known as the voice of the Whalers at the time, uh, the um, weekend sports job. I took the news reporter's job. May he rest in peace. And may he rest in peace. And Dick Ollis recently celebrated his... Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively... Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Modelo. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Medellin, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 90th birthday, and I was happy to be there for uh, the celebration. So, just really quickly, so you start off as a news reporter. And then you spent 13 years there, you said? Uh, 14 years Four, and three, yeah. And, and I, I did bounce around between news and sports for a while. When did you get to the desk to uh, be an anchor? I started filling in anchoring uh, in the, actually around 1980, I got a couple of fill-ins. 1981, I became the 530 news anchor. And then by the time, at the end of your run there, you were the what? Still the 530 news okay. anchor. Okay, did you get fired? <laughs> No, no, no. You left um, on your... No, Steve Schwaid uh, uh, put Channel news 30 on the news map with yep. the live local late breaking, and he made a big splash, and... He lured I, you away from Channel Well, 3. you know what? I was not going to be the main anchor at Channel 3. Because Al, or...? Uh, actually, at that time, uh, it was Don Lark, and Al... Terzi decided, you know, they they started talking to Al. Al came over to three, and I saw myself being bumped back to weekends yeah. uh, while I had Channel 30 on the line with Schwade. Right. So you and the opportunity to work with Joanne. Got it. And it was a it was a tough call too, because I mean I had a lot of friends at, at three. It's a long time. It is a long yeah. time. And, you know, I, I was co-anchoring with Gail King and we were great friends, but you know, the opportunity presented itself, you know, do you want to be a weekend anchor again? Or do you want to do the 6 and 11? So and you got the- an offer to be the main guy at Channel 30? Yeah, yeah, along with Joanne. You worked with Doobie McDowell at NBC Connecticut, and she says your reputation was that you were a very good co-anchor. In well, terms that's of very your nice of Doobie to say. We yeah. worked at both stations together. Oh, she was at Channel 3 and, as well? And 30. I got a, I, I, you got a Mark Shark? Mark the Shark. Yeah. Mark the Shark. <laughs> so the only time, <clears throat> excuse me, I ever met Sharky, was we did morning traffic for us, you know, for a yes, while. Yes, he did yeah. it at the station. Yeah. Excuse me, I have to. I've had a cough lately, and I just have to clear my throat. So the last time I pulled a non-travel related all-nighter 
was the night that I was a witness to the execution of Michael Ross. And I come back to the station at three or four in the morning or whatever it was, and there's Sharky. And all he wants to talk about is sports. <laughs> I mean, that was it. You know, I, I witnessed the first execution in Connecticut in I don't know how many years. And, hey, how about, what, what are the Red Sox going to do? I mean, you know, what, what the hell is going on with the, you know. And I'm just like, dude, wow. I didn't realize. I, I said to him, why don't you get into sports? He, should, he could. He could. I said, get you know into what? sports. What? You know what? You were exhausted. You'd been up for like 24 hours. Yeah. And I'm like jumping on like, yeah, because I don't, because we work different shifts and I He's never like, saw spike, you. Spike, spike, spike. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but yeah, I was all over that. And that, yeah, I remember that. And the sad thing is, is Michael Ross actually killed a, a classmate of mine. We went to oh. grammar school and high school together. So yeah, I wasn't a big fan of Michael Ross, obviously. But yeah, but I was like, yeah, I was all wound up. It's like four in the morning. But, Jerry, let, let's talk sports. But and you're to like, that end, did you ever think about that? I mean, because you um, are, you are, you know as much about sports as anybody we know. I don't know. I never, I never even tried to. I sent an audition tape in once to do sports on 1080, but they just laughed at me. <laughs> so, oh, I think you would have been great. And by the way, Dennis, my mailman. Dennis is all right. Look, this is a great story. Dennis has been my best friend since 1971. Dennis DiGiovanni. Yep. I mean, I go back to when Dennis was making clay figures out of JoJo White and Dave Collins from the Celtics back oh, in like 1972. But Dennis is uh, Jerry's mailman, and he told me, and I said, "Well, you got to stop and talk to him." And he he absolutely loves you because he's a sports savant. I mean, he knows everything about sports. And he loves when you come out. Oh, and, we have great talks. Oh, yeah. Dennis and, you know, is a great guy. Dennis wears a Dolphins cap all the time. He's That's a right. Dolphins guy. That's and right. I haven't seen him since the other night. So <laughs> yeah. I have to catch they up. They had no chance in that weather in Kansas City. It was just wasn't going to happen. But, uh, Jerry, you're you're tremendous. And I remember you, like you said, I, I'm trying to dig up audio of you on the Connecticut Radio Network doing the UConn games. Um, but Wayne Norman uh, hired me. Uh, for my first paying radio job in 1984, and I, and um, you know Wayne's been the color guy for UConn basketball and football for years. The but man I got is an, an institution. Yeah, I got a nice uh, text from him on Sunday morning. But Jerry, great to hear you on the air. I hope you're enjoying retirement, and hopefully one of these days we'll get out on the course and play uh, I keep, 18. Tell Dennis to make it happen, and we will. All right, yeah, sounds we got, great. We got a fourth in Shackman. Hey, Mark. <laughs> That'd be great. I'll play if you guys want some confidence building. That's for sure. And by the way, Matt's away in a bunch in the next two weeks. If you want to do sports, oh my I'll God. gladly take it off my plate. <laughs> Can I bring up one name real quick, and I'll yeah. let you guys uh, sure. continue on. I loved uh, television sports. I was a huge fan of Bob Lobel. Remember BZ in Boston? Oh, yeah. yeah. He was he was tremendous. He made it so much fun. Why can't we get sports announcers like Lobel? Lobel yeah. was – and like Chris Berman, those guys just made it a lot of fun. Yeah, it really I, well, listen, was fun. I gamed it. I tell a story because I was a Lynch guy because Lynch is from my hometown, yeah, Mike Lynch. Lynch. Channel 5. But you could game it. If you were a sports fan, you didn't have early – in the early days the chance to see highlights the way you do now. And so – Channel 4 would always be first, Channel mm -hmm. 7 second, and Channel 5 was third. So I could find a way to <laughs> game it to see all – I could see the Red Sox highlights or whatever three times if I hit it just right. And that's how – if you were a sports fanatic like we were growing up, those are the things you did. We had fights in our house, like fist fights over the sports <laughs> section because – so whoever got to breakfast first. I mean, that's the way – 
And in some ways we romanticize it, but in some ways it was really kind of cool that we relied on that stuff so much to, to get our images of what happened. Absolutely. So um, we take you back in the Wayback Machine. All right, Mark, thanks so much. You know, I always tell people, I say, come in for an hour. They're like, an hour? I don't have that much to say. I was like, well, honestly, like it goes by so really, fast. I, I had nothing to say. Well, I didn't. But you, we still have, we're leaving stuff on the table. I can guarantee you that. Jerry Brooks, of course, longtime uh, anchor here in Connecticut. Uh, it's, it's been like five years now. Five years last November. You bored? I am, um, let's see, older, balder, fatter, but wiser and happier. You are ha- you, Things are good. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, everything's great. Um, Was the Twilight Wish something because you wanted to just dabble a little? Or Well, um, I, I found... Excuse me. Again. That's all right. It was chronic for about a month, and then I saw it was going around, so then I wasn't so concerned about this cough. Um, a, a former salesperson at uh, Channel 30, and Bob Dunn, who in another life was the general manager here at uh, huh. TIC, uh, called me up and said, um, you know, we want to talk to you about uh, doing something. And the first words out of my mouth were, and I'm sure it's a fine product, but I said, uh, I'm not doing gutter helmet commercials. <laughs> and they said, well, just just hear us out. And I'm like, I'm not doing gutter helmet commercials, <laughs> So I met him at a restaurant, and before we even ordered, they said, uh, you know what Make-A-Wish is for kids? And I go, yeah. And they go, well, this is Twilight Wish. It's for seniors. And I go, oh, okay, I'm in. And they go, is that it? And I go, yeah. Yeah. Check, please. Yeah. And they go, we didn't have to buy you lunch. Do we, do, do we still have to? And I went, oh, yeah, and I'm yeah. going to have a drink, too. Yeah. You... But, um, no, it was it's it's a pleasure to work with these people. Would you want to dabble a little place. more? Like, would you want to do um, you know, just here would, and there without committing to stuff? Uh, yeah, pretty yeah. much. That, that would be fine. Uh, I'm not up to making a commitment to anything in particular. And you love to travel, right? We do travel. My wife, uh, Kathy, is a... Retired flight attendant, and we still have the benefits. So she can fly anywhere? We can fly anywhere, but frankly, uh, we haven't used the benefits in quite some time because traveling standby in this era of it's the It's almost airlines, impossible, right? Uh, the, the angst is overwhelming. It has to, to be, it has to be standby? Uh, yeah, to use the benefits. It's funny because every flight I go on is full, so yeah. you have to sort of track which routes have yeah, some. Yeah, and, and she knows how to do that and all that. But um, which airline was she with? Uh, she was with American for almost forty years. Wow! And um, you know, it, it's just easier to buy a ticket. Yeah, it certainly is. We're here with Jerry Brooks. I, you know, I want to ask you this. I, I said off the air. You know, when I met you in two thousand two. You know, the the news business was still important on TV, mm-hmm. but it had lost a little bit of its luster. And now com- compared to then, it's 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 definitely different with so many different mediums and, and options for people and so on and so forth. What, what do you think the state of play is now in, t- in local TV news? Well, the state is that of flux. I mean, between TV, internet, streaming, cable, everything is... People are juggling balls right now, and I don't know where all those balls are going to fall, but I still see value in local TV news, especially in, well, look, weather is a given. Yep. Weather is the number one through nine reason uh, for local TV news. Was but, it always, always like that? Or uh, you- it was not always like that, but once 
managers realized that viewership went up with every snowflake that fell, yeah. uh, then it became ultra important. Uh, but every time there is, and I, I hate to say it, but a September 11th or a Sandy Hook, uh, which were both enormously draining but enormously important to cover, cover well and cover correctly. Yeah. Um, local TV is still a meeting place for everybody to be informed by someone they either feel they know or they trust. Uh, you know, and I may not have been your news anchor of choice, but um, at least you were watching somebody that you felt you knew or trusted. And it's still important in that respect. You know, the... We talked a little bit about the Baltimore Sun off the air, and we can touch on that. Mm. For for me, there are so many more, quote-unquote, news deserts, places that don't have any journalism and any ability to hold their municipality, their government, whatever, accountable. The ones that exist now still have made it, I think are— I don't know if they're going to be able to make money or be viable or be good, but they're super important to me. That's why I think this, like this radio station, the show is really important because there aren't as many ways to give this kind of content to people. And I think that that would, so I think, I think that that's important. I don't know where TV news fits into that dynamic because, you know, not everyone's home ready to watch the news at six o'clock, mm-hmm. but, but I, I actually think that, that, that local content's really important now because you can't get it in that many places. No. And, you know, I mean, local, uh, small town news. Where do you find it? You, you don't, don't find it in the current you... anymore. And they used to have bureaus everywhere. And I understand the economics and, and the, you know, the problems that newspapers are having. But, you know, I'm interested to see what Hearst, Connecticut is doing. They own just about everything Every, now. Yep. And the current's hanging on. Uh, they're part of the former Tribune and now Alden Group. The Baltimore Sun was just purchased out of the Alden Group, which just surprises me because I was told that they don't want to, they don't want to do that because the only way they can make money is scale, right? So you get rid of Baltimore Sun, that's mm-hmm. one of their biggest papers, right? In that that group, does that mean the current might be able to be sold too? Well, I think they're similar in their traditions. They both been around forever. They were both beacons of journalism in their markets, and perhaps there is somebody out there in this market with deep pockets who, you know, would like to buy the Hartford Current and restore some of its uh, depth of reporting. Yeah, it's, we have the the reporters, there's some young ones, they tend to go to somewhere else, and then the veterans are great still uh, that we that we have on the show, but it would be nice if they started to invest a little more in it. And CT Insider and Hearst, they just, they do, they, they, mm-hmm. they got everything. Well, they corralled a lot of talent and brought it under one roof, and... Uh, you know, the current hangs on to some good people, so hopefully uh, they can hang on by their fingernails until somebody comes along and you, rescues them. You feel like you got out like at just the right time? I did for me. And yeah. you know what? I felt like I had lost an inch or two off my fastball. In terms of? Uh, just reading. Sharpness. Yeah. yeah. Um, just laser sharp focus. And I felt that going a little bit from time to time. Yeah, you were great with banter and the one-liners and stuff like and that. And I, I can t- tell you that one night we were doing the 11, and, you know, I just lost focus. And I walked behind Keisha while she was on camera reading a story. 
And she handled it beautifully. She said, oh, hey, Jerry. And I, that's when I knew I, what I did. By the time I plunked my ample butt in the seat, uh. I was so furious with myself for doing that because that never would have happened before. In the big picture, it's nothing. It's right. a little thing. But I, that was a little hint to me that, mm, you know, get get back in the game. You know, you got to... You have to be totally focused 100% of the time, especially when you're on the air. Yeah, no doubt about it. Jerry, you look great. It's really good to see you. And you are as attractive as ever. <laughs> stop it. Um, stop it. Um, listen, we'll get that uh, ma mailman, Mark Christopher, me and you, out on the course. But I'd love to have you back and Anytime. talk about some other stuff. I'm eminently available, as I like to say. <laughs> the great Jerry Brooks. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.